Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted. Those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine. Grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet, get the vibrations stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two, one. What is up, all you sexy motherfuckers out there, and to my monsters? Oh my god. Okay, so I had to jump on the Moan app real quick and just discuss the fuckery I just seen last night. Milf Manor is a new show that just debuted on TLC, I want to say on January 15th. So two episodes in, a third one is coming out on Sunday. I am honestly, I don't know if I could sit through another episode of this bullshit. So Milf Manor takes eight, as they call themselves, confident and strong-minded women, aka the MILFs, that want to find love with a younger man. So they're taken and whisked away to this beautiful villa in Mexico. First of all, the you know, reality TV shows that do it right. When it comes to any love shows, there's always like the fuck pad. You know, the secluded island villa, the beautiful, gorgeous waterfront. And, you know, fuckery goes down because it's reality TV. So you're led to believe that these women are going to find love with older, you know, with younger men because they're like the older men. They just can't keep up. And, you know, one woman says, I hope my kids don't hear this, but I have a very high libido. Am I allowed to say that? Maybe just high libido, but I have a very high libido. So I'm like, okay, you got a bunch of horny ass moms and the moms are great. They look fantastic. Okay. I aspire to be some of these older women when I'm reaching, you know, in my fifties go, you know, please by any means necessary, they look good. But this is when 15 minutes in after they get, you know, the introductions of these eight women and then it's the big reveal of like who the hunky men are going to be. So behind the curtain, if you will, it is revealed and shown that the women are going to be dating the sons. Yes, yes. Their sons are secluded in this villa with them. And mom and son will have to venture and date the other moms and the other sons in the house. Let's take a pause. Let's take a pause. I know that was a lot that was just said just now. <laughs> I'm kind of here for this. <laughs> oh, load it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Like literally revealed that these women and their sons are all going to be in this household horny as hell together. And the sons are going to have to see their moms and in you know, vice versa, the the moms are going to have to see their sons in action with another older woman. Let me just say this. My background with my parents is great. I have a very open relationship with my parent, my parents. And maybe that was because I was raised in a very open household, but there is no way in fucking hell you're going to get both of my parents, if not one of my parents on a dating show. Okay. Where I am going to just be a hoe on television, if you will, and do the shit that these women have done in the past, in the past few episodes. One mom, I mean, my Lord, there was no filter. This mom is from the OC. Demi knows what the OC is. It's Orange County. It is probably one of the biggest swinging communities, but also very like, uh, it's a little cringe um, community here in LA. And one mom from the OC, she's, you know, she's got the plastic surgery. She's a beautiful woman, got the plastic surgery and all that. But like straight out the floodgate, she starts talking about her boobs in front of her son. Um, <laughs> for those just joining, we're talking about MILF Manor. Um, the big reveal, like I said, it's eight horny women in a house and they are looking for love with younger men and the younger men contestants of the show happen to just be the sons. So yes, you got moms and sons finding love in a household. So one of the women <laughs> goes and talks about her boobs and in which she her son says, like, my mom does get a lot of attention, mainly from the boobs, because she never wears bras and the girls are always popping out. You know, the headlights are always on. So and, the you know, the mother interjects. She's like, if it bothers you, if it bothered you so much, why were you sucking on them as a baby? Like, let's just keep it real. OK, didn't need to hear that, mom. 
okay, we all suck a little titty, you know, when we're young, but you talking about your boobies and your son talking about your boobies and your boobies all hanging out. Don't need to hear that. Don't need to hear that. Or how one of the challenges, because you know, on every love show, there's a challenge. One of the challenges, first challenge off the first episode, this is now about 20, 30 minutes into the show. The men, the sons have to be shirtless, lined up in a row, and the moms have to feel for their son. They got to guess who is the son. <laughs> who is the son in this lineup by feeling them up? TLC, what the fuck were y'all thinking? Okay, this is like borderline incest. You know, Freud would be, you know, loving this because, you know, he he's all about the mommy fucking. If you don't know what I'm talking about with Freud, please look it up. Um, but <laughs> like lining up in a row to find your son is disgusting. And I mean, it's not like these women were just like, oh, I could just tell by my son's shoulders or his face. No, there are women full blown caressing abs going towards like the crotch level, going towards the butt. One woman full on just reaches, you know, for her so-called son and is like grabbing on his ass. And she's like, oh, this is my son. Again, for everybody just joining, I know this is like kind of weird that you guys just walked into, but I'm telling you guys all about Milf Manor. So welcome Venus, Tara, Sass, Lush Lips. Everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome. If y'all want to come up on the stage, please, because I cannot be the only one ranting and talking about this, like what the actual fuck? Because <laughs> I'm just like, I'm, I'm trying to go through how this even like just made it past the casting made it past the television pitch is TLC that desperate nowadays like I thought they were like on a roll with their you know 90 day fiance and their love after lockup and my obese like I thought they were you know like on a roll but this just took it to the next level it took it to the next level okay we got somebody <laughs> yes Demi <laughs> Oh my God. What in the actual fuck is this show? Honey, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I can't make this shit up. I cannot make this shit up. Again, MILF Manor, it's on TLC. If you guys are like, I honestly get high, get really fucking high, get really fucking drunk, and y'all can come back to me and tell me that I'm not crazy. But like, does any of this appeal? Like, is this appealing to you, Demi? Like, would you? Would you? Kind of. Oh my God. I, I'm kind of here for it though. Just because, not because of the borderline incest of it, but just the sheer amount of audacity that it takes to just fucking go on this show and just make a weirdo out of yourself and your child. Yes. Oh, it, is a, it is a recipe. It is a chef's kiss recipe for good reality television. Listen, I don't even call it good reality television because I watch a lot of reality TV. Like, I watch some trashy ass shit, okay? Like, Real Housewives of Atlanta, I watch it, okay? The the Housewives vacation, I watch it. College Hill, Cuck Next Door knows what I'm talking about. That was like the OG real world for, you know, black HBCU um, students. It was great. But like, this is like next level. There's no way in hell you are allowing me to share my deepest, darkest secrets. Here's another one. The second challenge that they have for episode two, they called it the wall of secrets. And it was where there are a bunch of secrets posted up on a wall and the sons and the mothers had to guess whose secret it belonged to. Like they had to find their mom's secret and the moms had to find their son's secret. And some of the secrets, I was like... My parents would have whooped my ass on national television right then and there. They would have whooped my some ass. Of the secrets. Some of the secrets included one guy. It was it went from like tame to just like, oh, what the fuck? So it went from, oh, I ate ass and I got pink eye. I dated and slept with, you know, my son's teacher. Another one was I kissed my my best my male best friend who later on told me after the kiss that he had a bisexual moment and now he's full blown bi because of the kiss. And then the biggest one, which again is still kind of mild because it's common, we know this. But like 
the secret was I fucked my son's best friend and he still doesn't know. Well, bitch, he's gonna he's gonna know now. He's gonna know now. And let me tell you, when the mother revealed to the son whose secret was that he ate ass and got pink eye, that you know she slept with the best friend. The son was so traumatized. This motherfucker got so drunk in the pool, got butt ass naked and had a full blown meltdown. I've never seen this before in my life. Again, my parents would never see 20 year old me butt ass naked in no pool having a meltdown and trying to console my, you know, and and trying to console me naked in a pool. There's no fucking way. There's no fucking way this is going to happen. I was going to say, this is like just trauma playing out in public. <laughs> like, on, like for real. For real. I just want to know but what was going what down. This, that's what makes it such a beautiful fucking fucked up premise of a <gasps> show. Oh but my like, God. <laughs> but is this where we're at now? Like, we are that desperate yes, for love yeah. that we got to date. Our, 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 our sons have to see us in action no I would not wish it for the life of me that's like me going to one of my you know kink parties and my parents showing up no no hell no and if the roles were reversed oh we got another speaker if the roles were reversed let's be real this show would be cancelled upon its first teaser if it was called Dilf Manor cause there's no way in fuck we're gonna allow old ass men and young little 20 and 19 year olds actually one of the people are 19 like all the contestants all the sons are like barely like late 20s they're like early baby 20s in my baby 20s I was stupid as fuck I was not ready for love I was ready to fuck the hell but if this was Dilf Manor yeah if this was Dilf Manor it would not it would not exist if this was Dilf Manor there'd be so many oh this is just a bunch of predators yes it's there already is a Dilf Manor. You guys, there already is a Dilf Manor. A guy I hooked up with once is on it. Wait. There's a show called Dilf Something. What? My friend Tokyo, not my friend, we hooked up once or twice. Um, <laughs> he's on it. He's literally on it. I have to look it up. It's all, it's all gay dudes, though. Oh, my. see, there we go. But it's like... This is now on TLC. TLC used to be the learning channel, goddammit. I remember when it was like educational back in the early 2000s. Same. I mean, yes, we had, you know, the little pageant. What was that pageant show? Honey um, Boo Boo? Yes, with Honey Boo Boo. We had that. We had Sex Sent Me to the ER, which was my guilty pleasure. I still like to watch the replays of that. But now I'm like, TLC just got really desperate with this one. Like, what next? You got kissing con- uh, kissing cousins twice removed. I'm looking at the chat. I, I mean, TLC I, I completely same? forgot about what not to wear. That was a fun show and trading spaces. Yes. I mean, all those. Good, those are cute, fun shows that were family friendly. Milf, like <laughs> I'm thinking like Milf Island. I mean, it might as well be called because uh, oh wait, that was in Thirty Rock. Never mind. I was um, going to say, but th- wasn't there? I think there was a show. But again, there's so many love shows out there. I'm like, this is the best y'all came up with. Traumatizing. Someone said there better be a retainer for therapy. Hell yes, there better be a uh, a therapist on set. No. This is like like a Freudian goldmine, I said before. And honestly, I I feel like you don't have to really do... If if you go for like a psych dissertation, I feel like you just have to watch this shit and for your research and you're good to go. Honestly. dissertation right there on television. (laughs) For real, honestly, I was gonna go on an Instagram rant, and I was like, "No, my monsters deserve my my rant. Instagram deserves nothing from me right now. They deserve nothing. They can fuck off." Um, like, the show is called "For the Love of Dilfs." For and, the love of Dilfs. Okay, I'm gonna have to put that on my watch list. And also, I was gonna say that um, TLC is also the same channel that did um, does 90 Day Fiance probably one of their biggest hits well everything. that's what I said that's why I was like that's are they that very illegal to do <laughs> extremely illegal but that's why I was like are they really that desperate for content because I thought we were good isn't there like 50 billion spinoffs of this 90 day fiance shit anyways mm-hmm, okay yeah, there's also like a gypsy 
show now and all, all sorts it. of other things. All of it. Yeah. Because I, I remember the fun shows like Junkyard Wars and was it Mythbusters on? All those TLC? shows. I think, yeah, all yeah. those shows were on there. So that's where I was like, come on now. And then there's, okay. Then it gets a little borderline racist on some parts. And I don't know. I've talked about it with another friend of mine. Um, Ho on the go. Some of y'all may follow them on Instagram. And I know that they used to be here on the Mon app, but they're mostly out of that atmosphere. But basically, two cringy moments came about. One, one of the moms basically got angry that one of the other mothers was speaking in Spanish and was having a, a full on care moment telling these women they got to speak English and how rude they were. And I'm like, y'all are in Mexico. Y'all are in Mexico. They can speak the native language all the fuck they want. How dare you say that they need to shut up and speak English? Okay, that's racist number one. Then there's another one where there's a woman. I want to say she's Japanese, but I could be wrong. But she is of Asian descent and her name is So Young. So the ongoing joke of her name they were trying to say oh so young likes them so young cringe moment number two sass where do you take this honestly i mean so this is this is filmed in mexico this is all in mexico they're okay so for a recap I mean, for people seriously, i just be like i'd be like going around calling them putas and say it means you're beautiful okay <laughs> <laughs> So a recap for everybody. I'm going to reset the room real quick. If you're just now joining, welcome. This is being recorded for both Moan and for Sapphire's Earplay. Just a little quickie. I might have been drinking some THC wine. So if I say some outlandish shit, Mr. K, you have my number and please stop me at any time. Um, but with that said, we're talking about MILF Manor. It's a new show on TLC. There's two episodes right now that you can watch on the TLC network. Or if you have Discovery Plus, it's on there right now. Also, the second episode or the third episode will be coming on Sunday. Honestly, I want to know if they're going to actually not cancel and finish the season. I have a feeling it's 50 50 because online, if you just do a quick search on Twitter, everybody's trashing this show. Like I said, but on 30 Rock, they did it like as a spoof. They had MILF Island. Like it was a thing on 30 Rock. I was like, and it was a good episode too, 30 Rock. But <laughs> I feel it. I don't okay. know. it Oh, I do want to go to the, let me go to the chats real quick and then we'll, I want to talk to you guys. So Kayla said, I discovered that Puma refers to women who like to date younger as opposed to cougars. Random fact. I do love the term Puma. Definitely heard that term. Thank you, uh, Kayla, for that one. Um, Mistress K has a question. Is there a way they could do a MILF show without it being cringe? With it be, with it being sex positive? Um, absolutely. First of all, the way that they can make it non-cringe is just not have the sons on the show. I was all for it. I was like, yes, MILF mama, go get your loving. Go get you a fine ass man who's not your son. Who's, if they didn't have the sons on the show, I think it would make it less cringy. But the fact of the matter is, is it's basically just one big orgy house. Yes, the sons are not going to fuck their moms. But it definitely opens up that I might fuck up the name. The, edif the edifice complex. Oh my God. But it's part of the Freudian. Um, but yes, someone can correct me, please. Like the, the, uh, uh, the Oedipus complex. Thank you. I always fuck up on Oedipus, the name. Yeah, because Oedipus Rex ended up killing his father and marrying his mother as for the play. And, you know, like I said, that, that one kid, because, you know, I mean, early 20s, you're a kid. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that one kid, he, he like broke down the pool and had a fucking meltdown. I'm like, yeah, there's going to be some trauma there. I Huge mean, trauma. On top, of that, on top of that, you're, I mean, you're in your early 20s. You're still discovering life. You're still getting, you're still forming on a neurochemical level. I mean, you ain't fully developed in your early 20s. And mm -mm. it's a proven yeah. fact. It's a proven fact. And this is all, again, you know, 
yes, there are people, you know, trashing it online. Of course, people are going to watch a train wreck as it happens. I myself am like, I've never cringed so much during a show. And again, I watch a lot of trash TV. I watch a lot of shit that makes me uncomfortable. For Christ's sake, I edit porn that makes me uncomfortable. And I still have to watch it because I'm getting paid for it. But at the same time, I'm like, mm, this was a little bit too much. It was a little bit too much for my liking, for my comfort. It was a little bit too much for my comfort zone. I just feel like American entertainment in general has just gone out the window. Like, especially since we used to have fun, more wholesome, all age friendly shows. Like, because somebody mentioned Junkyard Wars and what, what Not to Wear. Like, all those shows were so much fun and awesome to watch. And it, it was actually like engaging and you learn things too mm-hmm. and but now this so is we- yeah this is you know to bring it all back and the chat is even talking about this again your brain is not fully developed until you're 26 and I think there's actually an age gap as far as like the maturity levels between male and female so now you're talking about borderline grooming in this show because that's what it is um manipulating the minds and I get it you can like who you want to like I have no qualms about you know dating someone older but I feel like at a certain age I don't find it acceptable that if a woman or man is 18 and they're dating like a 35 year old that's a little much that 18 year old is barely freshly out of college probably barely even you know some high schoolers are 18 and they haven't graduated yet so it's like can they make the decision of finding love? Is that really love? Is that really love? No, I, it's I not. Feel like that, I just feel like there's a bunch of like instant gratification that's going on. And, you know, because we're all, it's, it's like, I don't know if that feeds into it. And because it's, it's the hype, it's the ratings, it's the drama. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I, I'm like, I don't even watch the news anymore because it's too depressing. And... It's too um, and, and, and I hear about like all these American television programs. Like this is why I watch anime <laughs> and international television. Honestly, that's why I love my UK shows. The UK, when you you know when you find some cringy shit with the UK, they just make it all proper. I mean, I've been watching the catfish shows and it's hella scripted. But I love my Love Island, which is also hella scripted. But it's like it's a lot tamer. I feel like Americanized television. It serves one purpose and one person's purpose only. It's stupid. It makes us feel stupid. And it makes us look just god awful. Like people who are probably watching this international just think that us in America are just MILF and DILF crazy, to be honest. That that's all we see. I, I think honestly, we shouldn't delude ourselves into thinking that any of these shows are about love at all. They're not about love at all. They're literally about ratings and what's the most extreme thing that we can do that gets people talking and that's exactly what they're doing. And that it for worked. that reason. It worked. It if worked. If you can accept that about if you can accept that, then that is then, then, then you will appreciate what kind of show this is for what it is. Garbage. But <laughs> again, it's not about love. It never has been about love. Yeah. Again, I'm a part of me was like, oh, I kind of want to see this dumpster fire, you know, just continue. And what else is going to happen? But even the previews, I couldn't get over the previews because there was one part. One of the women almost alluded that she's in love with her son and not like, oh, I love my son. <laughs> it was more like, well, he's my son, but. I also love him. I was like, bitch, I, I need you to explain, elaborate. Is the theme song played by banjos just out of curiosity? <laughs> it might as well should be. It might as well should be. Like I said, what is coming up next for TLC? Again, they're going to have kissing cousins. That's what's going to happen. We're going to have, you know, my fucked up, my, my fucked up DNA. <laughs> Miss Sapphire. Yes. Are we missing the most fringy part of this whole thing that a mother sat down with her son or vice versa and said we're going on a show oh, oh where so- i'm gonna bear my sexual life and you're gonna come with me mind you there's a father out there seeing his ex and his son there doing this 
Okay, it's so just, so for the record, mind boggled. This is Tara, right? I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay, so Tara. So for the record, um, I don't know how far into when you popped in, but basically, the mothers and the sons did not know they were going to be on the same dating show. And then I called. I had to call one of my friends who's also a caster, a TV caster, cast member. She does all the casting. And I called her. I was like, I need some insight. Can you please tell me that is that these people did not know that they were going to be on a dating show together? She's like, no. Usually when we do that kind of bait and hook, you know, people apply separately and then we combine the shows sometimes. That's why it's like when you're watching some of these shows, there's like a big reveal. Like, why are people going on Are You The One? And it's been on for like five seasons. It's now on Paramount Plus or four seasons. And, you know, they still think that they're on like a different type of dating show because they do a really good job during the casting process. But my thing is, it's like the minute I find out, you know, if I was one of the signs, the minute I see my mother on the other side of the curtain and it's revealed that we're all going to be going on dates and you're going to see this, I would have walked the fuck off a set right then and there. Like, no, no. Sue me if you have to. I'm not doing this. So, Tara, I agree. Okay, so we're, seeing, we're seeing the same way because now they're staying willingly. So there's either a lot of money involved. Or these people are just fucking nuts. They're fucking nuts. And honestly, I think one of the women on there, I actually recognize. And I've been trying to like figure out why the fuck I know this woman. I don't know if I've seen her at a play party or I don't know if it's the fact that she said that she's a singer. So I'm like, oh, okay. So you have some of these people who are like borderline social media influencers, if you will. There's a definite type. But at the same time, there's no way in fuck I'm going on a show where I would see my mother or my father going on dates and they're going to see me going on dates. I mean, for Christ's sakes, my parents know I'm polyamorous, but they don't want that shit in their face. They don't want to know about me going to orgies and getting banged left and right by people that could be their age. Hell the fuck no. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Now, Demi, I think you also wanted to make a point too. Oh, what? <laughs> sorry <laughs> but um, um and, oh sorry no, no take your point and then um i'll go to the the chat next i was just gonna say like it's i, I mentioned this before but like it, these shows are not about love at all like none of these shows are ever about love flavor of love um any of these shows you know i love new york none of it it's all literally <laughs> what's the most extreme hilarious flaming hot garbage that we can produce and that people are going to eat up and they will do it um i remember watching uh these clips because I, I follow hollywood unlocked on instagram mm -hmm. and they they post or not anymore actually i un, i unfollowed them because they were just pushing this show so hard of all these like gay men and this reality dating show that had like um, uh, Bobby, Bobby. Oh, you're talking about Bobby Light's show on Zeus? Yes. Okay. So disclaimer Garbage. for so for the for the people that don't know what Zeus is, Zeus is. <laughs> oh my god, it's black fuckery. It's black TV fuckery. Um, it's the show. It's the TV network that brought to you um the baddies. So if you guys remember the Bad Girls Club, they now have baddies. And Natalie Nunn is still on it. She's the EP of the show. And then they also have the Bobby Light show. For those who don't know who Bobby Lights is, he is the nephew or cousin of Trina, the baddest bitch. Um, then there's also the Blue Face and Krishan's show. And if you guys don't know who the oh fuck God. these people are. Um, oh, God. We can't get enough of them on the blogs because it's the most toxic, domestic, violent Relationships since Ike and Tina, just more heightened because it's hip hop. Um, but this this it's network so just thrives on it. It's so bad. It's so bad. Unfortunately, I hate to say it, I do pay for Zeus to watch some of this fuckery <laughs> just to talk about it because it's a mess. It's a fucking mess. But I got to stay relevant, you know, being with hip hop radio and all that. I still have to be up on my facts. But it's a, it's a hot mess. So I don't blame you, Demi, because they ride Zeus's dick so much. Hollywood Unlock. 
Yeah, they do a lot. And, oh and my it god, just, it gives me those vibes, you know. Yes, but um, okay. So going back to the chat. Um, Kayla says there's usually not much money in reality TV. It honestly depends. So I have a couple of friends who have been on shows like Are You the One? I've had friends on Blind Date. I have a friend who was on Flavor of Love. Um, it all depends. Honestly, it really all depends. You can make some money. I'm not talking about like fifty thousand dollars a taping, but you can make some good money and make good deals at the end of it. And some people even take like casting um, and all that. Zero in 2007. Damn. Kayla, drop a DM of what show you were on. But it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, I've been offered a couple times to be on a reality TV show, but they wanted me to fuck on camera. And that's not what I do. And again, I cannot taint my family name and who I'm tied to as a family. I cannot do that. So there have been there is money. It just depends upon the type of show, what network. Who's behind it? Then, of course, lawyer the fuck up on top of that, too. Like, there are ways to make money on TV. It just got to know your business strategies. But yes, there are some roles, too, where you can just go on because I've definitely been on um, court shows. Yes, I've been on Judge Maybelline. It's on my Instagram. I did not get paid for that at all. I Wait, no, I got paid $100 just to be on set. That was it. I did not get paid residual fees. I cannot register for SAG-AFTRA because my name, my stage name was not even registered for that. I wasn't allowed to do that. And I wasn't allowed to be on another court show for another two years after that. So it's wild. It's fucking wild. Fucking wild. But I I don't know. It just, mm, I think there should be a boundary with our reality TV shows. Are y'all with me or not with me? If you're not with me, it's fine. We're having a discussion. I would love to hear from y'all. If it was the 1980s, I would say yes, but now, fuck it. Might as well show everything. <laughs> Some, t- You know what? Some international shows do. Like, you look at the Love Island shows, for instance, in Australia and in Britain. They're fucking. You see the sheets go up and down. I'm watching reruns of Geordie Shore, which is basically British Jersey Shore. And you can full on see people getting railed. You hear the sex noises and all that. I don't know why they can't do that for Americanized television. We're still proves in some way, but then we're not when we have shows like Milf Manor. Make it make sense. Have you guys seen Short Bus by John Cameron Mitchell? Mm-mm. Oh, I don't even like the name of that. Mm-mm. John Cameron Mitchell, he he did Hedwig and the Angry Inch. He's huge. He was on um, um, a bunch of TV shows recently. Anyways, he's a really brilliant filmmaker and actor. Um, he he made a film called Short Bus where they showed actual people having sex in the movie itself. It was all very tastefully done, but they were actually having sex on camera. Oh. Oh my! I'm gonna have to find yeah. that show. It's, it's it's a it's a movie. It's a 2000, 2001, 2000, I think. Oh, I'm gonna have to put that on my watch list. I'm laughing at Mistress K. No. She says, "Hold up, court shows aren't real." <laughs> no, I do laugh though. I do laugh because when I posted my episode of the Maybelline show, they're like, "Wait." You were on a court show. That shit. Not re- no, it's not real. But the thing that is real about those court shows, by the way, they are taken from actual cases. They just change up the names. They, you know, put some drama, extra drama in it. So there are some bits and pieces and aspects. It just it all depends. Y'all have just broken my heart. You mean divorce court wasn't real? <laughs> None of it. You, you want me to really break your heart? You want me to really break your heart? I'm going to give you a radio... Don't tell me wrestling's fake. I, you can go ahead and break my heart. Because I'm going to break your heart. I'm going to lift the curtains from your eyes. Okay, so every state, every radio show is fake. It's all fake. You know, when we call and have those relationship shows on the radio, half the time, you know what it is? We all call a service. I'm going to probably get discredited. I'm probably going to get my radio, like my radio shows plugged. I'm going to be like fired tomorrow. But like, you know, when you're listening on the radio and they're calling in about their problems, we all call a service of actors. 
Okay, ladies and gentlemen. And that is the bait and hook. And then we get y'all's real take to call in. That's what keeps us going. So the roar, the roses, that shit is so fake. So, so fake. There is nobody prank calling a, a, a business. So if you listen to Big Boy here in L.A., the pranks are not real. The prank calls are not real. The relationship advice is not real. The show emails are not real. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to break y'all's little bubble. Bubble. <laughs> we, I'm we are <laughs> my therapist now. <laughs> like I said, please don't fire me, y'all. I'm just, listen, I'm a great actress. That's what it is. I'm a great actress. We're all just actors and actresses in a bubble. That's all it is. It's just one big reality show. Break your butthole. <laughs> Smoke and mirrors are I gone. Exactly. The prank calls were real, were fake. Just because usually when you do one of those, and because I know some people, mm-hmm. you get a call from some very powerful individual telling you to knock it the hell off. Mm-hmm. They get quite angry about that. Well, what happened was back in the day, so War of the Roses was real in the beginning. Then businesses started to come back and try to sue the stations. So what do stations have to do? Protect themselves. And let me tell you, the most shittiest radio jocks and the most shock jockey, why do you think Howard Stern has had a career for now damn near 40, 50 years at this point? That motherfucker can do whatever the fuck he wants because he has a hell of a legal team behind him. And he brings radio stations a hell of a lot of money in syndication. And that's why that motherfucker only has to work only 108 days out of the year. How do I know this? Because I used to work for Sirius and that motherfucker was never in the building. He makes so much money. So much bank. So much bank. So much bank. But yes, all that shit was real to a point until people started turning around and suing radio stations. So what do we do? We come up with other ways to make it more entertaining and we hire actors. And then we let you guys be the audience and tap in. That's what happens. I'm sorry to break y'all's bubble and buttholes. I'm so, so sorry. Now you're going to tell me Santa Claus isn't real. This <laughs> totally for me. It's all smoke and beers. <laughs> Do not tell me that wrestling is fake. I'm a true believer in the cause. So <laughs> me too. I've heard, I've heard mixed things. I'm not a wrestling enthusiast. So let's hope that, that wrestling is real. But I've also heard things. I've heard. It's highly entertaining. I mean, my, my boyfriend's got me into it. So we're, we're going to go to a wrestling show next month like in person it's my first event so I'm just gonna have fun <laughs> yes you'll meet some wonderful people there they're That's yeah, I've, I've heard friends, it's but, gonna be an AEW show and like not not WWE like I don't know WWE's like going down the show hopefully Vince McMahon being kicked off for what he did I'm hoping that uh that it'll get better <laughs> But but steered it back. Oh gosh. Oh no. Oh no. Somebody's raising their hand. Let's see who is next. Oh yes. I was waiting for you to pop up. I was waiting patiently. Mistress Kay's here. I'm here. <laughs> oh wait. Kayla just said radio was really scared when streaming started. When streaming started, let me just say, I will never be out of a job. In radio, I am very thankful for the longevity I've had in my career. I just keep evolving. But um, holy shit. Um, yes, radio stations were definitely, you know, at first we're getting scared, but then they evolved because now you have like iHeart that has their own streaming site and has, you know, basically the same idea um, going on, you know, with Spotify and all that. It just evolves. That's what it does. When people say radio is dead, it's not really dead. We just evolve just like your media does. But it's crazy. And what's crazy, I just got a text that my water is out. Apparently there's chaos outside the house right now. But I can't hear the chaos from in here. So I'm great. Gracious for that. But Mistress K, welcome. Hey. So what are your thoughts on this? Well, I, you know, it reminded me of um, Temptation Island. As, as far as like the exploitative, is that a word? I don't know if that's a word. I'm Exploitive. a couple of drinks in, so that's 
we're gonna go with it. Um, the exploitive nature of the show, and because you know, Temptation Island, they brought all these couples that were together, and it's like to see if love can last. And it was, you know, they 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 broke up all the couples and they like mixed them up and kind of forced them, not really forced, but they like put it in a situation where they're gonna hang out together. So they took all, they, you know, it was all cis hetero couples, right? So they pulled all of the men and the women apart, put them on different sides of the island and then gave them other single people, really beautiful single people to play with and then had them watch their interactions with the other person of course it was this like carefully edited reel mm-hmm. of their behavior designed to put them in this jealous frenzy to then see what they would do and I'm sitting there thinking if you put a cuckolding couple on, on Temptation Island you would have a, you know even if it was like a stag vixen couple out there you would end up with like Two people that were going, fuck yeah, get it on, like, let's do this, <laughs> and then they'd come back and be like, all right, let's go. And the the, the poor producers would be like, who oh, is people who don't have any drama or jealousy? Get them out of the show. I've always said like I think I kept getting rejected from certain reality shows in the past because of the fact of being polyamorous. Because there'll be like. Well, this girl's going to take everybody on the show. She's not going to create drama. She's going to create just sexy chaos. Can't we have a little sexy chaos on the television? Just for once? We need some sexy chaos. We need sexy chaos. It doesn't fit the societal norms of the stories that we all tell each other. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and it's weird. It's like you're not, if you don't experience jealousy, I really think... Part of the reason is there's so much pushback on non-monogamous relationships is because when you don't experience the same jealousy that someone else experiences, I really don't know if they think what is wrong with you so much as they think what is wrong with me and they're not comfortable with that feeling and so then they otherize you. Well, I think also what people sometimes don't understand is that jealousy is not a race because you're non-monogamous or a cuck or whatever you identify in. You know, in our kinky lifestyle, you know, when people say, oh, there's no room for jealousy in these lifestyles, you're full of shit. You're full of shit, Mm -hmm. first first and foremost. When someone told me you can't be polyamorous and jealous, I was like, honey... (laughs) You ain't practicing it right because you could absolutely be jealous. It doesn't have to be on like the level of jealousy that we see on these dating shows. For for instance, you know, yes. I think that's the difference is that people do feel the jealousy. But rather than acting out Mm -hmm. against their partner and lashing out at the partner, they see that as an opportunity for self-examination to say, okay, what is the root of this jealousy? What am I afraid of that's going to happen? And then they expose their own vulnerabilities. And that's what you don't see on the shows like temptation island or any of those other kind of dating shows Mm-mm. is you just they just let the jealousy fly without creating a learning experience for them to have deeper growth exactly and kayla just put it well put you know processing jealousy is healing and that's the beauty of enm exactly i absolutely think when people can touch down in their jealousy and find out what is actually truly making them jealous it can definitely turn your relationship around 1000%. I full-heartedly believe that. And you could sit with your jealousy and you can act, you know, act on it in a way where it's not that you're angry at your partner. Take yourself out. Right now, the reason why I'm on this moan chat is because my sir is on a date. He is going and having a fuck of a lifetime because the woman is leaving and moving back, you know, down south this weekend. So I was like, "Go ahead, baby." Fuck your brains out. I'll see you in the morning or whenever you're coming home. You have a good time. I'll keep myself occupied. I'm not allowed to come, apparently, though. I'm not allowed to masturbate and come, y'all, so I'm going to die. That's my punishment. So while he gets to fucking make her come, I can't do a goddamn thing. So now our challenge is to get you all worked up and then not let you do any of that. I'd rather so go hit some more THC. <laughs> 
I'm going to go hit the THC wine a little harder than tonight then. We're going to add on to the sir's torture tonight is what I'm hearing. Oh, good Lord, good Lord. (laughs) You sure know how to tease. You sure know how to tease. So I want to ask people in the chat right now, if the roles were reversed, okay, for everybody in the chat, would you, would you go on a dating show knowing that your mama or your daddy, hell, your grandmother is also going to be on the show with you as well. And you're going to see grandma, mom, dad, brother, sister getting it on. Would y'all be comfortable dropping in the chat right now? I just want to be devil's advocate. Miss Sapphire, I freaked the fuck out when I found anal lube in my mom's drawer. Hey, at least she's being safe, right? (laughs) She told me to go get something. I opened the drawer and it's just set there and I was like I can't do this I've never said a word to her about it because she's so coy about everything Mm -hmm. so to answer your question no I just I still have nightmares about that (laughs) I'm so sorry um, Tara that you have nightmares about that I you know what I would be a little bit traumatized I think we all can agree at one point we were all traumatized when we found out when we found out what sex was and then we found out that our parents were doing it, we've all been a little bit traumatized, right? We can all agree. Our parents have traumatized us one way or another when we found out about the real sex. Does oh, don't even get me started coming from my household when it came to the discussion of sex. It was like, you're not having it. You're too young. And that was when I was 22. Oh, oh, have mercy. I'll never forget it. I was sick one night and... You know, when you're sick, you got to go to mom and dad's room and tell them you're sick. Well, apparently I walked in at the wrong time and I found my parents in a very compromising position. (laughs) And my dad's like, what is it? I was like, I'm sick. He's like, "Okay, I'll be there in a minute. I was like, no, I I threw up in the hallway. So someone's got to clean this up now. He's like, damn, Maggie, like five minutes. Oh, I'm just dropping my my government name on here. Whatever. Says, you know, calls out to me. I was like what are you guys doing? It's hot outside. Oh, I'm just underneath the covers. And I was like, but it's hot. Megan, what do you want? I was like, someone's got to help me clean up this throw up. Never will forget that. And then finding sex toys. Yeah, no. Like I said, it's a very open household, but it's a weird household. Weird household. Very weird. I grew up in a very weird, yet sex positive household, and I will never take it for granted. I might go on. I might go on this uh, on this reality show just just because I <laughs> just to say I've already seen my mom have sex. Like I, it's 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 fine. My sweet old mom. We would just like we would be so unsuspecting to like every other contestant on there. We'd just come from behind <laughs> and like win the whole thing. Oh my god! You know what? I don't even know if there's like a winning on this. I just I'm honestly <laughs> next week is actually the the like group dates that are going to go on. And so I kind of like a part of me is like, you got to make it at least to the group dates. I just want to see if I can make it to that. But I don't know, y'all. I just I don't know because I sympathize for some of these 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 boys, these young men, these poor young men who are going to need some serious fucking therapy. Serious after. therapy. <laughs> serious Therapist fucking therapy. Stand by. Oh, did I mention that the the moms and sons are sharing a room? I don't think I made. I didn't share that little detail. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot that little small detail. The mom and sons are sharing a room. So, and in the first episode, one of the real horny moms, uh, the one who was talking about her boobies, um, basically was trying to like fuck this man like on site. She didn't give a fuck. Like she was trying to fuck him in the bathroom while the son is like maybe fifteen feet away in the room and he's like Bob why Bob no <laughs> go to bed Bob I'm like oh lord mm. Mm. she's trying to go to bed with oh that man oh my god I, you know what he I was, don't feel, he, he was feel fine. sorry for these guys at all <laughs> because they stayed if they would have got up and walked out okay I get that they stayed They've made their proverbial bed and they're just going to have to wallow, wallow in it. And heaven for and whatever they get after this, when they go back to college or their job, they deserve it. Oh, my God. 
Oh, Kayla. They're going to get ripped by their friends. That's for damn sure. Oh, you know they're getting ripped. I mean, somebody did tweet that they recognized one of the moms and said, you know, we're rooting on in the mom group, but this is cringe. I'm like, yeah, this is cringe. I would never. I don't want to even see my aunties. Like, I know my aunt is equivalent to me. I cannot wait to reach my aunt's age and, and do that in turn because I've seen her bet a few men and they walk out the back door acting like I didn't see and hear what was going on the night before. It's like, you go get it in, auntie. You fine as hell. Go on. You do your thing. Then trying to be and like... I'm still trying to wrap my head around my life sexually because there was an old TV show and I'm aging myself really bad called Dallas. Oh! And I can remember... I can remember asking my grandmother after Sue Ellen did all her cheating, what cheating was. <laughs> and now there's a mom trying to fuck a guy 15 feet away from her son on a reality TV show. It's like I've come full circle. We have definitely evolved. And I don't know for the better or for the worse, because no. Again, does it... it you have to like really push my buttons to offend me as I'm watching something. But I've never in a million years of all the TV I watch, because as I'm working, if I'm not on moan, I'm reporting traffic and catching up on all the trashy TV. I don't think I've ever had a moment where I literally had to pause every five seconds and just process what the fuck is going on. It went from <laughs> like, what the hell to what the fuck to oh hell the fuck no to oh you've got to be fucking kidding me to I need to call my parents <laughs> and which I haven't I have not called my parents and told them about this because they would probably whip my ass in, indeed and just be like Megan why are you doing this all the time why are you doing this uh Kayla takes the trophy of the night for sure um <laughs> She says that in high school, I clogged our sewage with years worth of condoms. What? Oh, God. Oh, that's embarrassing. Those poor plumbers, indeed. I don't know what's worse, finding the tampons in the toilet or the or the condoms. Both are as equally bad, I think. And that must have been one hell of a bill. Takes the cake on that one. Any other facts? Um, any other final words that people want to say? Because we could wrap this shit up. I'm fine with it. I mean, I have nothing else to say other than TV has officially traumatized me. But I hope you guys enjoyed. If you want to see MILF Manor, it's every Sunday on TLC. And then, of course, on Mondays on fucking Discovery Plus. But thank you, as always. Remember that safe sex is the best hot sex. Till next time. Good night. That was the show, all you sexy motherfuckers out there. Remember to follow at Ms. Radio Sapphire and Sapphire's Earplay on Instagram. Want some eargasms of the past and future? Make sure to follow on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all streaming platforms.